Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Jack, take us inside the dressing room uh, last Friday and, and even in the days since. And, you know, after a win like that, what are the emotions? Um, I, always, I always think that, you know, when I retired, the thing I'll miss the most are those moments after the game. When you're in the change room with your mates, you have that relief. You've got the joy of obviously winning the match, doing something special, doing something that you know has been done what two or three times in fifty odd years, uh, winning in France. So it's just there's there's massive elation. You know, everyone's in great form. No matter even if you hadn't performed to maybe the level you wanted, everyone just is to the wayside, and you're just happy as a collective. And it's um, such a, spe- a special atmosphere and something that is over so quickly because within 10, 15 minutes you're into showering and, and you got to get dressed up and get out of there. So th- those are the moments to really savour it. it. It's so special. You're sitting around having a beer, just chatting about the game, you know, how you felt, what happened, you know, the moments that you experienced firsthand and things like that. So it's, um, it's, it's great. It's such a joy and privilege to be part of that and witness it and, and uh, you know it's the weeks and not just the two weeks work that went into previously but the months and years of work that, that we put in as a squad and as a coaching staff that leads moments like that so it's uh, it's incredibly special. It's up there in terms of the wins isn't it over yeah. the last few years? Yeah absolutely um, I th- you know we were it, w- it was great performance from us to go from our last outing in green to be you know something that uh, wasn't what we wanted to be to putting that performance away again was something that was um, I, I, I don't think we'd something that wasn't spoken about but I think it was probably in the back of the lads minds a little bit so it was great to kind of not, not that we hadn't closed the chapter on it, but, we, but just to kind of nullify it all to move on to the next step and now we're, we're firmly into it and, and we, we went there and we got what we wanted and stuff which, which was brilliant so uh, no, it's been a great few days and but then you come back in here and it's alright lads that's great but what's the next thing you know it's you can't rest too long on that. You can't be sitting back over and be great against France because we know Italy this weekend would be a completely different kettle of fish and, and, and even in the way they attack and stuff would be a massive challenge for us. Just on that World Cup thing, I remember speaking to you in the Stade de France that night and you, know, you uh, as well as the rest of the lads, but I remember you were just devastated, you know, understandably so. What was the process, in, what was involved in the process of getting from that night to last Friday, the weeks and months, putting your sort of you know your your emotions back in place and, and dealing with all that. Uh, yeah, it, it takes. It, it took a long time. Um, it took a long time. It really did. You know, you go from being surrounded by your mates twenty four seven. You know, you're spending every day, every moment with each other, and then you're back home. And you know, I remember the next day I got home and and. Uh, back to my wife and when, when was in the house and then she had to go up and she went to work the next day and you're just sitting there by yourself and you think this is so alien within 24 hours it's it's kind of like it never happened and you're just back to back to normal life so the first few days were tough i think the you miss the lads you miss the atmosphere you miss the crack you miss the the joy of putting on the green jersey and, and, and being out there and winning games and um it, it took a long time to kind of come back around to it um you know luckily we got away for a few days and a few of the lads came with, with their partners as well and we had good few days away and that definitely helped kind of soothe the pain of it all and then you're you're back into Leinster rugby like it's like it never happened so it's um 
it's strange, but it, it, it took a long time. But definitely getting back into playing games and training helped. So I think there was a, a noticeable kind of bouncing everyone's step coming back in here the other week. I think lads were so excited to get back together, reconnect um, and, and go again and, and, and put that behind us firmly and, and look at the next challenge. And I think uh, that's something we've really embraced in the last few days. Getting back to this week, um, people talk about Andy's... Um, you know, emotional intelligence and ability to, to manage the mood of the squad. What is done then after a high of last Friday to get the mindset right for the next challenge coming up, which is Italy on Sunday? Obviously, you know, we're so focused on what we can do better. So a lot of the time, in, you know, when you're in reviews, you're in meetings, it's, okay, that, this is great, but what should we have done here? What, what, what was the better outcome? What were you thinking in this moment? How can your individual learning helped the, the entire squad and, and the environment. So it's, you know, it's not a shock back to reality, but you realize pretty quickly that, you know, you have to get better. And, and there's so much talent in the squad and experience that people are so quick to just flip the page, move on to the next challenge. And um, through reviews and small conversations in, in mini groups and things like that, you realize that uh, that's great, but it's done. And now we have to push on to be better because you know, you're always chasing that perfect game, which which doesn't exist. So it's um, it's a constant learning experience uh, to improve. Will Andy have words at the start of the week and set, try and set the tone in that way, or does he need to? Um, I think I think the squad in itself, through our leaders, our leadership group, and captains and things like that, um, they're really good at kind of grasping the mood of the squad and, and channeling into the into the next step and, and what, what needs to be done here and now so you know Andy will talk as will all the coaches on, on different elements of the game and again on different areas to improve so it's um it's a collective it's it's everyone pitches in it's um you know there's so many strong voices here that 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 bring so much leadership that uh, speak throughout the week to kind of set the tone and and, and make sure that you're you're focused and you're, and you're ready for your, the next challenge. What was it like being part of what some people called the Irish bomb squad? Yeah, um, it was great. Um, you know, I suppose on, on a personal note, I'd just been back. You know, I played uh, very little throughout the World Cup, obviously with the with the niggles. So it was um, it was great just to be to be, get out there and, and, and feel the crowd and the energy, and you know, have family, my my wife and stuff in the crowd to be there to witness something special. That I was playing in the World Cup, so. Um, on an individual note, it was brilliant. But then, you know, when you're going on, you're bringing nearly six forwards on at once or four or five forwards on at once. It's brilliant because you can feel the lads' energy. Everyone's itching to get going. They want to make an impact on the game, put their best foot forward and, and try push the team on. And, you know, you, you know yourself when you're on the bench, if all things going normally, you might only get 20 minutes, 25 minutes, even less. So it's all about making an impression when you can and, and showing what you're about when you get that opportunity. Is it difficult for you being in a department of the team which is so strong to the, to the situation where you are a test lion and you have to bide your time on the bench? Um, is it, I wouldn't say it's tough. You know, I want to, I want to be starting. Everyone does. No one's here to, well, everyone's here to play their part, but you know, you want to be, you want to be starting. But uh, I'm under no illusions. There's unbelievable quality in, in, in the back row. And um, whether I'm getting a minute or I'm getting 80 minutes, all I'm, all I'm trying to do is, is make an impression and do more than I have done previously and show what I'm about. So, uh, it's, again, it's just about taking your opportunities when you can. And um, the thing is that the quality is so high here, especially in the back row. Um, and there's even unbelievable quality. The lads aren't even in the squad. You know, there's other lads who could drop in and who are at international level. And uh, so, you know, when you're getting those opportunities, no matter how long it is, you've got to make the most of it because there's always someone kind of breathing down your neck and 
but again to, to to that quality of the 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 depth and the strength it makes everyone better you know and there is no egos in that sense that you know people are always helping each other you know i would talk to pete about line out stuff and, and berto who'd be you know far superior in, in, in that realm of things than i would be so it's something i'm constantly trying to upskill in and you know paulie's great with that and always helping out so it's um there's everyone's competing but they're helping each other as well because it's tough for you but it's good for ireland yeah exactly you know and at the end of the day i'd rather be involved in any capacity and in the big days and not involved at all so it's just about doing your bit when you can and, and, and making the most of it so um joe mccarthy put him into a few words for me yeah the joe the big behemoth um he's uh just a different breed of man really isn't he he's not something that you see very often in, in irish rugby just his sheer size and power and um it's funny like he's in the gym there now smashing around weights and stuff and you're chatting him. he's such a jovial happy character he's bounced around the place he's a real light-hearted nature, nature to him he's a great bloke but then he just on the pitch he flicks the switch and he's just this kind of tormenting figure that is everywhere and he's all industrious and he's smashing moles and hitting rocks and um trying to hurt people and it's just so different from what he is like when he's walking around here and not training but uh you know it's been great to see over the last few months he's come on leaps and bounds so quickly he really has and i think it's a testament to how hard he works how humble and open he is to, to getting better and um it, it's it's been great to just see him especially on the weekend do what he's been doing the last few months with lancer um causing havoc and showing that on the international stage so i think we really just kind of started to see what what, what he can do and there's you know, he's, what, 22? Um, I, I wish I was that good at 22. So I think the, the sky's the limit for Big Joe. Important for the squad to have that bit of freshness that you're yeah. talking about. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And again, uh, competition, I, you know, you look at the second rows, it's unbelievable calibre there and, and strength and depth. So, um, you know, I think that's going to push other lads on and make them fight that bit harder and, and, and be better for, for those positions. So, um, you know, Joe's still learning. We're also learning. Um, but, but he, he's only going to get better, I think. So you'll be hoping for the start uh, against Italy on Sunday. Um, what are you expecting from them? Um, I, what I'm expecting, I'm expecting them to attack us. You know, they're, they're not afraid. They're, you know, you look in France last weekend, they were quite pragmatic at times. They probably kicked a lot more than they had, you know, 12 months previously against us in the Viva. They were trying to play in certain areas of the pitch where... You look at Italy and they're not afraid to just take you on uh, if you give them any kind of uh, opportunity or, or defensive frailty to, to try to exploit you. So I think it's going to be a far different uh, defensive challenge for us. Um, they, they play with huge amount of pride and passion and um, they're always you know great to play against because it, it, they, they've come on leaps and bounds in the last few years. And I think th I know it's been a while since they've really picked up a few big scalps but you know they've they've massively improved so I think we're under no illusions how difficult it's going to be on Sunday at home um, which is great because you don't want easy games you, you want challenges it's it's test match rugby so you want to be testing and I think that's definitely what it will be. You've been around long enough to know that whenever Ireland win an opening game in the Six Nations people around the place start talking about Grand Slams etc. Um, how do you and the squad handle that? Um, I think we, we're pretty close rank here you know it's not it's not about the outside noise it's not about anyone's opinion that isn't in this in this facility and 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 adding to the environment so um our only challenge and our only mindset is, is Italy this week it's not about what lies five odd weeks down the line you know there'd be no talk of grand slams if we don't go out and perform on the weekend so it's that's just background noise um and it's something that we're not paying any attention to 
and finally it's a homecoming of sorts because the team haven't played there since the summer um, it'll be a big crowd the anthems will be playing Dublin on a Six Nations uh, weekend are you looking forward to that aspect of it? Absolutely it's it's um, you know as, as much as you say Marseille and Paris and stuff for special places there's there's nothing like playing at home um, you know when you look around the crowd and uh, I'm always conscious when I uh, go out to stand to do the anthems that I try to look up and find my family and one of my wife's walking in probably a few minutes late but she gets there and I'm always just trying to catch their eyes before the game and uh, it's just a, it's a bit of a comfort blanket, you know, you, you see them there and those are the people that you want to do right by and, and show what you're about for all the hard work and all the unforeseen stuff that, that goes on behind closed doors uh, for the sport they give you. So. You know, it's it's incredibly special. Full house, Six Nations in the Aviva, like it doesn't it doesn't get any better. And even then, when you're doing your your lap at the end of it, you know, seeing familiar faces, seeing your mates uh, in the crowd, the, the again the people have supported you since day dot. Like when you were in school or whatever else is um, is just it's really special and uh, it's something that's not lost in the squad and something that we speak about that it's an opportunity to, to to show how much it means to you and your family and um, the people behind you. Jackie, wish you all the best. Thank you very much.